Hey everyone, thanks for listening. This is You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. This is episode three. This was with my good friend Jared Malone. He and I have known each other since junior high, so it's been a really, really long time uh, knowing each other. We've had a ton of stories. We talked about comedy and uh, talked to, delved into our past of, as being seventh and eighth graders. And, um, yeah, it was a good episode. There's so much more. Uh, we just scratched the surface. But um, go ahead and uh, comment and um, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell, tell people that you hate or just don't talk to them because you hate them. Um, anyway, it was a good episode. Thanks for listening. And, um, yeah. Time to get into it. Hey. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna get my headphones. Okay. I'm just gonna see Anchorman three. Oh, it's recording now. Okay, cool. Sweet. Yeah, we were gonna go see Anchorman three today. I mean, two. There is no part three. That's and right. So I memorialized it by growing this mustache in one night. And sweet, man. Yeah. Dude, so how you been? Been all right, man. Just getting ready for the uh, the holidays here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm exporting a project real quick here. Nope. Don't do uh, that. What is it? The 20th today? 2013. Finish segment. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Now I'm going to clock out. So many cooks in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, so you're a big time director now. Uh, Not not big time, but... Yeah. Uh, Just about Steven Spielberg level. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll be running running a studio in no time. (laughs) You're running a studio right now. A bigger studio, <laughs> and I'm not I'm not running it, but yeah, you just own it. Someone else runs it. Yeah. All right, let me uh, pick up, and we'll go somewhere a little more intimata. <laughs> Sweet. We are walking through the station right now. Cool. Get to see your workplace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now we are really going into the studio. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Green screen in the background. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could do the green, some of the green screen and a camera. Background. Well, it doesn't have video. It doesn't record video. This is going to be audio. Yeah, the, vi- the video is for, more for us. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now you can put any background you want behind me, like a sunset. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so, man, what did you think of the uh, the jokes I sent you? Um, they're good. I don't know, like, 
it it felt a lot like um, talking out premises and just kind of like <clears throat> like setups setups. For right. Stuff. Yeah. They would. They're kind of the points, but you could be like, man, roommates. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. It's funny because like some of the. Some of the premises, like, uh, or some of the things, you know, start out a joke, and you'd be like, girls, right? <laughs> That's yeah. what the man roommates reminded me of. I don't man, know. roommates, it, right? <laughs> it, could be, it could be in the setup where you're just like, I've lived with roommates almost my entire life. I barely know what it feels like to live alone. And I'm finally now at the point in my life where I am living alone. And sometimes I miss having the roommates being a single guy. You find yourself kind of looking around and what, you know, it's like, it's like a animal at the zoo that has been in captivity its whole life with other animals is now out in the wild and has to kind of fend for itself. Mm -hmm. But the other day, I'm sitting on the toilet in my apartment, and I hear this this little noise, and I I wonder is it a cricket? Is it some kind of mouse? In a, I, I sounded like it was coming from the ceiling, so I started making the same noise back to it, and then it would it would answer me, and if I changed the pattern of the noise to it would go. No, it didn't. Does this yes. happen to you? Yes, just the other day. And there so, is, how many drugs were you smoking when you when this happened? None. I I don't. I wasn't. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I found myself having this noise conversation with some type of bug and or mouse. That's right. I said, and it could and be a bug and a mouse. And a mouse at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The bug was riding the mouse's back. Right. <laughs> but it was just weird. And I, I found myself laughing, you know? Yeah. And, and just living in an apartment by yourself and the things that you see and hear in there, like I'll be brushing my teeth and I hear the guy next to me practicing a, a sublime song on guitar mm -hmm. and he's terrible at it. <laughs> but my band used to cover that same song so it's kind of refreshing to, to like as you're brushing your teeth to hear this guy you know practicing a song just now discovering it when you probably 10 years older than this kid this kid discovered it all these years ago and it's kind of an amazing thing to just sit there and every room in my apartment the walls are so thin that there's someone above me. There's someone next to me on the bathroom. There's someone by my entryway. So at any point in my apartment, if it's quiet enough, I can hear, I hear everything, <laughs> everything the person next to that next to me is doing. So like, for example, this morning when I woke up, people were having sex next to my, my bed wall. All right. Bonus. So I was just, <laughs> so I was just like, I was like, okay. They're doing it in next to me. And then, you know, then you walk into the bathroom to brush your teeth and they're playing guitar, you know, and then you could walk into another room and someone's fighting, you know, then, it's just, it's like a, it's like a short story. And then you go back to the hole in your wall 
and then you look at them having sex right next to you. And you're like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> And then your name is Norman Bates, and well, we all know how that ended. Yeah. But, I don't know, I just, I found, I found that one kind of funny, and then the one about the, the girlfriends, the ex, like, I have this friend that I was, you know, hooking up with a little bit, and... Do I know, do I know her? No, you don't know her, she was, she's someone that's kind of like a volunteer here, but, uh... Yeah, Becky, right? No, 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 her name's Uh, Alinka. That's, I mean Alinka, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we we weren't we weren't like sleeping together. We were just make, making out every now and then. Mm-hmm. So out of nowhere, she just tells me, you know, oh, I I don't think I want to do that stuff anymore, but I want to stay your friend. And we have actually stayed friends. Yeah. But then the other night, she texts me up and she's like, hey, come come out and hang out with me. And you know, now that we're not, you know, at the point where I have an expectancy of something happening like physical i can i'm more attuned to say mm, i'm settled in for the night and i'm not going out you well, know like like, like, if a, I'm not call, like a mouthy call right like if i'm not going to be getting anything from you then i don't really care to like if oh, i'm comfortable <laughs> to put the effort out so then she texts me back she's like oh but i'm i'm here at a place with girls there's there's three cute girls and she, you know, puts an emoticon like hearts and, you know, hooking up type symbols. And I'm thinking to myself, there's nothing worse than a girl or what's worse than, you know, being being dumped by a girl for no reason than to have her try to set you up with her friends. I mean, if that's not walking into a mind shaft, I don't a mind <laughs> shaft, I don't know what it is. No, it's, know, a like, mind, it's a mind shaft. Yeah. You, go, you go into this this big hallway and there's just brains everywhere lining the walls and the ceilings. Right. Like that's <laughs> like why would you do that to yourself? And and how pathetic do you think I feel at that point? Like this is like sympathy hookup? Like you're trying to sympathy hook me up with someone? Is I mean, supposed, is that supposed to make me feel like good? Like, "Oh, thanks. You didn't want me, but maybe one of your stupid friends will." And then you can tell them why you didn't like me, but never tell me. So when you guys were hooking up, like mouth hooking up, <laughs> <laughs> so you you felt more emotion in it than she did, obviously. It wasn't that. It was just that I was enjoying it. Yeah. I wasn't like hooked on this girl. It could have gone either way. But when someone just out of the blue says... I don't want to be doing this anymore. I just want to be friends and doesn't really tell you why. Like I, I want, makes me wonder like, what was it about me that she didn't want to keep doing that? Cause I thought things were going well. Maybe she was like, maybe she's a little messed up and I'm not saying, I don't know her. I don't know her. I swear. I'm back against a wall. Alinka. I don't know you, but no, Right. Like maybe maybe she's like uh, emotionally unavailable or something, and she so. like, didn't want to like get attached, and because um, maybe she's just not ready for that kind of thing, and maybe the hooking you up with or trying to hook you up with other girls was a way of her just like being like I can't deal with all this emotion that I might soon be feeling, like mm-hmm. so just deflect away. 
I'm just trying to see it yeah. from both sides. Because it, it would suck from one side, because you're like, dude, we were making out, and it was good. What? You're you're cutting out. How about now? You're, uh, you're breaking up. Oh, you're going slow. Can you see me? Yeah, you were pixelated <laughs> for a second, but you're back. I don't know. Like but, a yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think she was in a long relationship, and she just kind of recently got out of it, so she's... uh. I think she was afraid of actually wanting to be in a relationship. Yeah. And and that's why she kind of pushed me away, but I found that funny, you know, like that's that's like a good one-liner like what's worse than, you know, a girl breaking up with you for no reason, them trying to hook you up with their friends out of pity. You know, like you know, I don't know, but I thought of that. And then um another one too I was thinking of is like when someone on Facebook or in, in your everyday life, you know how people always go, oh, well, when you're rich and famous, you know, don't forget about me. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you're you're someone that I barely ever talk to and never really makes an effort to be my friend. But but when I'm rich and famous, I'm expected to not forget about you. And, you know, that's like that's like the the past high school uh, when when you were in grade school or junior high and the girl that you <coughs> liked you but she said oh but you can't tell anybody that we're dating or you can't (laughs) this is just a secret that's like the adult version of that the adult version of the secret relationship because you were such a nerd and she didn't want to be embarrassed but she did like you now it's like oh but when you're famous when someone actually gives a shit about you then you then we can you know don't don't forget me but until then Forget me. I think it'd be funny if, like, if you're, you, uh, they say that and, like, whatever, you go on and you're famous and rich and stuff, and then you win some award, and then you're like, I'd also like to thank Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> and then, or whatever her name For our is. secret high, uh, grade school relationship that was too offensive to be public. I didn't forget about you. I think about you every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is for you. (laughs) That that would be good. That would be good. Oh, man. I never forgot. And then they're just like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Kaufman the crap out of her. Oh, man. So I checked out some of your stand-up, dude, and I I dug it. I dug it, Doug. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Uh. Um, The Thank you. Of course. I just I just posted another one um, yesterday, and it was a ten minute set. It was a, a competition, and I didn't win, but mm-hmm. I was really happy with how I did. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and it was cool because like my roommates like sometimes they'll come see me do stand up, sometimes they won't. Like they didn't see me do the ten minute set, and then my one roommate Josh was he watched the ten minute one, and he was like, "Dude, that was your best set ever." He's like, that was awesome. And I was like, sweet. Thanks, man. No, it's cool. I mean, I noticed things just from one to the other. Like, you'd get, you, you kind of got your act down more pat and expanded on it and felt a little more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw, I saw those kind of progressions to, you know, being better at that, at that act because it was the same jokes. Which I understand that's what a comedian does. Like they have, they have their, you know, their, their act and they'll go and they'll perform it, you know, the, 
pretty much the same way, like a magician. Yeah. I recently filmed a magician at the Magic Castle, which was really cool. Oh, the Magic Asshole. The Magic Asshole, like Arrested Development. Yeah. yeah. That's what so, I said. Uh, <laughs> and he did his thing night after night, hour after hour, the exact same. But it was his routine, and like people seeing it for the first time are blown away by it. But it, it has to be that, that way. It has to be tight, memorized to the point where, you know, and I know in one of them you had your piece of paper and you were like really looking at it. Yeah. And then the next one, the paper was smaller and you like barely looked at it, you know. So that's how, kind of what I do when I'm on my show that I host. I have questions for my host, but I just write one word. You for, for your guest, you mean? Or yeah, for my guest. So I just have one <clears throat> word that will trigger the longer question in my head that I already have like rehearsed, but that way, and I, I tape it to my coffee mug. So when I take a sip of, of, which ah, is, you cheater, which is just water <laughs> in there. When I take a sip of water. It's, I take a look at the next pinpoint. If I've, if I've forgotten it and it, that one single word will remind me of the next, you know, series of questions. So it's pretty cool to be able to do that. You know, and I where'd you learn that trick? I just I just picked it up, you know, like I, I thought I didn't want to script and I didn't want to be like reading from it yeah. or even referring to like big pages and yeah. being like, hmm, so what are we gonna talk about next? I just figured that would be a discreet way of doing it. Yeah. But like on the talk shows when they have the card. But the card like um have you seen the Pete Holmes show? No, but I know like Letterman uses the card, and even uh, James Lipton in the Actors Studio, like he'll use the cards. But like for the late shows and stuff, it's a staple, and it's like it has the name of the show on the back of the card, so it's just another yeah. way to advertise it and stuff. Um, right. But it's fun. It's funny when they they have the card and they they just kind of barely ever use it or like barely look at it at all. Um. So I love in like the Pete Holmes show. He'll like it's a really casual show, and he'll be talking to them because it's their, he he's friends with them, or it's just like someone he's wanted to meet or whatever, and then they're talking, 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 and then it gets to a point where he's just like, "We have time for one question," and then he like holds up the card. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what do you see like your act? like becoming or like the basis of the act like does it have a theme or is it just you know are there themes um you know i i've thought about this a lot and like i uh i love i love just like random jokes and like sometimes they stream into another and like that's the segue and whatever it's okay <laughs> i had a visitor go ahead um so sometimes there's segues. Sometimes I'd like just not having a segue and just going on to the next thing. Um, but I was I was at tithing settlement. You know, tithing settlement for church. Where, uh, I I figured it was for church. Yeah. So you go to you go to meet with the bishop, and the bishop is like, "Hey, so are you good? Have you been paying your tithing?" And you say, "Yep, I'm paying my tithing." And he goes, "Okay, cool." And then then you leave. And so on my way home, I was thinking of. Um, how I'm Mormon, but I also swear. Mm. And uh, so I was thinking of calling the al- my first album title. Well, it just popped in there. 
It's going to be called I Swear, dot, dot, dot. And then, like, me with a microphone. Um, and then I was like, I, I have, there's so much material that I can go into about being Mormon, about, like, language, and, like, about just, like, growing up with, um, like, my parents. The first sex talk that we ever had was, yeah, I know, awkward already. Me, yeah. me, me and my two sisters, I think, and then my parents were telling us, and I, I think I was... They did it all at the same time? Yeah, I think I was, like, ten or something, maybe... No, but all, all three of you at the same time? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was so medical. Like, the way my mom gave the talk was completely medical, and I was just like, oh. like, I think I blacked out at a certain point. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> That would be great, dude. I don't think there's there's nobody that I know of that's that's Mormon. And it's kind of about using what you know. Like you've seen like Asian comedians or Filipino or Indian comedians and they talk about they like make fun of their heritage and their upbringing and stuff. Yeah. You could totally capitalize on being the first person to do like being a Mormon uh comic to where you're not really making the church out to be bad or or saying derogatory things. You're just making light of the funny, what some people may find funny about being a Mormon. And I, I think they'd even, like, think it was cool. Yeah, and I like I don't want it to be like, hey, it's the Mormon comic. Do your Mormon jokes. Ah, oh, hey, I don't know why this guy is from New York. Oh, hey, oh. Um. Right. You'd probably once you did it though, you'd probably always have a little bit of it in your in your act, like like Margaret Chow Cho or whatever. Yeah. She she probably has multiple things, but every now and then she slips in something about her heritage that's just like bang, that's right, that's what made me famous. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, so I was thinking like I could probably do like twenty minutes on maybe thirty minutes on like just language and like growing up in the church and my parents like not being overly affectionate and just like with each other and just like, um, <clears throat> the whole sex talk thing. And yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of wheels turning. I'm still trying to find my voice, you know? So. Oh, it's cool though. You're, you're doing it, man. You're like going out there and it's hard to get up in front of a crowd and I can only imagine like looking out there and being like, Oh my gosh, what if I suck? And they're just, <laughs> and they're just like, dude, you suck. Like I saw, I've been watching comic book men. Yeah. And, uh, there's an episode where a guy comes into the store and he tries to break a deal with the guys. And he's like, if I can make you laugh, you know, give me this deal. And he's like, all right, if you make me laugh and he tells this joke, that's just terrible. And he's selling his collection to be, to follow his dream of being a stand up comic. And it's, and they like want to help him. So they're like, yeah, if you make me laugh, we'll give you more money for your stuff. And he just like says this thing and you just kind of look at him like, is he mentally handicapped (laughs) in a non funny way? And so it's just kind of sad, like, if you ever feel like that, you know. And they, they just, he walked out and they're like, wow, I didn't be, I didn't want to be the one to tell him, you know, to stop following that dream, but he should really <laughs> stop following that dream. <laughs> so it's just like, you kind of feel bad for the guy. 
that when when you tell a joke and it doesn't land, you have to comment on it. You have to. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, the crowd is looking at you and they're just like, does he know that we're not laughing? Does he know? Does he know that we're not laughing? I think he thinks we're laughing. This is awkward. And this is only going to get more awkward. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like you were in a, a few places that were loud, like the pizza place. Do, is it to where sometimes you get up there and no one's even listening? They're just kind of eating pizza with, and talking to their friends and, like, you have to try to, like, pry their attention away from... Yeah, 90% of the people who were at that pizza place were just at that pizza place. Like, they weren't there for the comedy. And so it right. was like, this is kind of awkward. I'm interrupting your meal, but... uh Hey, jokes, jokey joke, joke. Yeah, I like the I like the fat people one about the Robbie wanting to stop for a, a whopper <laughs> for a quick <laughs> snack, and you're like, oh, fat people, and they're like in a pizza parlor with probably a bunch of fat people. <laughs> quick snack before dinner. Yeah. You're an idiot. It's not a quick snack. Oh man, it's so funny. Yeah, there's that's gold. That one was gold. And I like the uh, the smack a bitch day. Stab a bitch Tuesday. Stab a bitch Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's stab a bitch Tuesday. You know? Happiest day of the week. <laughs> what other ones are you working on? Um, Let's see. I've been, I've been writing a bunch of, like, joke jokes lately. Like, um, it, do you think if there's... Uh, a high school full of only fat kids. They call it a hippocampus. Do you get it? <laughs> I get part it. Of your brain, the hippocampus. Yeah. Oh fat. no, no. Then I didn't get it. Oh. <laughs> See that? That's that's a that's a that's a highbrow, mm. right there. Okay. I'm a highbrow guy, obviously. <laughs> <That's a stash. laughs> nice. Um. Yeah, just like more like a bipolar bipolar disorder is really serious. Like I think we could cure it if we got all of them together and just inject, injected them with like a shitload of mag- magnets. Mm. <laughs> You're like, yes, I, I see how you would think that's comical. That's not. <laughs> Wait, okay. All right, one more time. I was looking at your mustache. I was hypnotized. <laughs> one more time. Bipolar disorder <laughs> is a very serious disorder. I think we could cure it if we got all the people together who have it and injected them with, like, a shitload of magnets. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. My dad is bipolar, so oh. I, I totally get that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm going to try that, actually. Next time I see him. <laughs> I'm going to inject him with magnets. <laughs> shitload. <laughs> no, that's funny. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, so it's been good. It's been a lot of good practice like during the open mic here at the apartment. You know you know what's good practice? I I started this class at UCSB and then I dropped out because it was going to be it was going to be way too demanding. It was a it was like a speech class, but a public a public speech class to where you would you would go up to a, you would do events like stand up, but it wasn't comedy. It was just monologues and things, and you had to memorize these things and act them out with with partners and groups and stuff. And the first day of class, which is the only day I went to, 
he had us go around each person and he said, look, I want you to say your name, who you are, where you're from, some stuff about yourself, and a couple other things. He said, I don't want you to use the word like. I don't want you to use the word um. If you use any of those words, you have to stop and start over. Mm. And so everybody, I mean, everybody messed up at (laughs) least once or twice. And then it came to me. I was one of the last people to go. And I just delivered this really monotone kind of just, my name's Jared Malone. My parents are, you know, one of them is from Africa and one of them is from Colorado. I find it really interesting because nobody ever knows where the hell I'm talking about. (laughs) And my mom, and there's this island where she's from, and it's exotic, and there's these turtles that you can ride on. They're big enough to ride on, and when you scratch their back to the left, they turn left. (laughs) And when you scratch their back to the right, they turn right. And I just, like, I went on without saying like and, like, um and uh and uh, and I just delivered this thing. And everybody at the end of it just clapped and was, <laughs> and the teacher goes, you were like, you were like some comedian. You, he, he named a couple people. He said, you remind me of so-and-so how deadpan you were and just straightforward and <laughs> no, no mess ups, no, no hiccups at all. And I, I found something interesting about that. If you can go onto a stage and just own what you're saying yeah. and not have to think, and, uh, like, so I'm like at this place, uh, yeah, you know, cause that, that's weakness in a stand up is what I was thinking. Yeah. If you could get up there and just say, what the fuck is with bipolar people? We need to get them all together in a place and stuff them with a shit ton of magnets <laughs> and that will eliminate the, the disease, you know, without any hiccups right. kind of thing. I think if you, if you try to do that, it will be beneficial for your act. Yeah, you just got to own it. Like, it's it helps. Because um, I don't have a problem getting up and talking in front of crowds. Like, I just don't. I, I Maybe maybe I had that problem earlier because I was just like, uh, it, like, how, how, will this, how will this go over? How will this joke be? But now I'm to the place where if I tell a joke and it doesn't do well, then somewhere, somewhere in my subconscious, I was like, well, it was a testing, testing ground for that joke. And then comment on it, comment on how poorly it did. And then people are like, Oh, he knows, like he knows he's with us. Cause it's good to, um, it's good to show that you're on the same page. Right. Yeah. Here's, here's another one I thought of. So, Everywhere I go, you s- I see hot women everywhere, and they're all scantily clad. They're wearing low-cut shirts with their belly showing or their cleavage showing or their butt crack showing, and they look at you when you walk by them, and they'll pull up their shirt or they'll adjust their pants as if they instantly think that you're a pervert. And you start to think, 
<laughs> How is it my fault, and why are you treating me like a pervert, adjusting your, your, your garments as if I'm looking into them and staring at you, when you're the one that decided to dress that way, <clears throat> you walked by me, but I, I, I'm the pervert. It's a good it's a good premise and what I thought of when you were saying that was uh they're adjusting their shirt or adjusting their pants just because I'm t- pointing my camera at them. <laughs> there you go. See, that's good. That's gotta, good cuz that's a go, surprise ending. Yeah, you got to jump with like <laughs> Yeah. Cuz you know, the, the real assumption is like, yeah, they they do that and it's stupid what do they think I'm a pervert or something? And so the joke is, yeah, I'm a pervert. I'm pointing a camera at them. You know, it's, is it because I'm pointing my, yeah. Is it because I'm pointing my camera at them? Is it because I'm pointing my telescopic lens right in their cleavage? Is it because I have a camera tied to my dog and it's totally erect? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. See, that's cool. Cause I, I have more observational comedy. Like, I, I see these things and they just, they make me laugh. But taking it to a level to where, you, like, you just did, that's that's great. <laughs> so, you know. Dude, I think about funny crap all the time. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I should write that down. And then I don't write it down. And then I'm like, oh, whoops. But that's why phones have apps like Evernote. And voice memo, like the one I sent you last night. Yeah. I had recorded that two nights ago before I went to bed in anticipation of our yesterday conversation that never happened. <laughs> and I was like, because just like you said, I didn't want to forget it. So before I went to bed, I recorded those couple things that I wanted to just remember so I could talk to you about them. And uh, I figured, you know, because I was here so late last night, we had our Christmas party and we had to clean up all this crap. But... um I just figured I'd send it to you because I didn't even know if I could. I just looked at it and it's like, oh, message. Like, yes, MMS message. All right. I was like, sweet. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Okay, so let's get into our past. How long? Okay. How long have we known each other? Man, we've known each other since junior high. Yeah. And I remember we were both nominated for funniest in the yearbook. Oh man, that's right. I was nominated. I was one of them. Yeah. We, we had to run against each other. (laughs) I mean, not like we had a choice or anything. It was, we didn't, we didn't do the nominations. Other people did, but I remember that. And I remember we, we were on a mission to do things to bring trends to the school. And if you can remember, we did, we brought two trends to the school and everyone started doing it. And we were probably two of the nerdiest guys there, (laughs) but we were, we were popular in our own right because we We single handedly, we didn't care. Yeah. We were just, we had so much fun and we were, we were past the point to where people could make fun of us. We would just look at them and say, we don't care. (laughs) You're an idiot. What What were the two trends that we brought? You don't remember? One of them was yo-yos. Oh, yeah. We totally brought yo-yos. Everyone started. After we brought yo-yos and we were, like, playing them yeah. at, at recess and lunch, everyone started bringing yo-yos. Yep. And the second thing that we we brought back were lunch pails. 
The old yes. Aladdin lunch pails. Dude, I had my Dick Tracy lunchbox from a long time ago. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, that got huge again. And go us. And at the, <laughs> I know, seriously, we were awesome. And at the end of the year, people signed our our lunchboxes. Oh yeah. We had a white a white pen, and I still have mine. And it's got signatures and things like, you're so cool, and Jared, you rock, and you're funny, and this and that. And it's like all the hot, popular girls. Yeah. So, I mean, that was us in junior high. We we decided to just no more, take take the quiet trail no more. And when we united as friends, we were so confident in our friendship that nothing anyone did to us at school really mattered any anymore yeah, we, were, a, we were a force to be reckoned with yeah it was pretty cool i mean do you remember when um like because i used to know how to spell everything and people would come up to me and ask me how to spell things and then uh so when they were ready to write down whatever i was going to say i was like i'm gonna have some fun with this and so i'd start I'd be like, M-O-Q, and they write it down. They're like, hey, wait a minute, that doesn't spell anything. And then I started my email, mockboy, at AOL, I think, at the time. Yeah, go AOL. Yeah, and then I did... (laughs) Then I did mockboy at Hotmail, and now it's mockboy at Gmail, and I have a blog now, it's mockboymedia. Yeah. Dot WordPress, dot com. There's a little plug. There's a little shameless plug. <laughs> there you go. And then the San Fran the San Francisco trip. Oh yeah. Where we were on a bus and everyone was looking to us for entertainment and yeah. we 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 pulled together our money which was not a lot that we had back then and we bought that electric lighter. Yeah. That shock lighter at a at a novelty store on yep. Pier 39. Cuz I thought it was a real lighter, do you remember? Probably, yeah, we were like, oh, wow, we'll get a real lighter and have it. For fireworks, for fireworks and, like, just whatever else. Mostly fireworks. And your big junior high joints? Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, all those those Doobie Smacks joints heads that I used to smoke. And then it was just a mission (laughs) to get everyone on that tour to try to light it without telling them that it was an electric lighter, a trick lighter. We got Mr. Maxon to do it. He was like, he was like, oh, finally, no. and we he was, like, you're only cool if you light it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, sh- it shocked the heck out of him. Yeah. And, and like Mr. Pratt, yeah. Mr. Pratt like fell in love with us at that, on that trip because we gave him so much laughter from making people suffer with that lighter. Yeah. I mean, that was a fun trip, man. Dude, that was awesome. There's so much. Remember when uh, it was the Alcatraz tour and everyone was with the tour group and we broke off and did our own thing? (laughs) I actually we didn't even listen to the audio tour. We just like kind of took the headphones off and we were like, "This is crazy." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was fun, man. I think I made out with Janae Garcia on that trip. Yeah, yeah. No, not, not. Not Janae. Janae Smith. Smith. Janae Smith was my girlfriend. And what's whoa, whoa, funny... during that trip? No, because the thing is, is we were dating. This, I like, made out with her in that trip. Janae Smith? Yeah, on the bus ride home. It was truth or dare. 
Are you serious? Yeah. Maybe I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I don't remember that. <laughs> but here's the thing is, we were dating before the trip. And then I broke up with her. What? Which was huge. And I'm sure that spread around the school. Like, she oh my gosh. Hot. She was. She was super hot. That Jared had a cute girlfriend and actually broke up with her. And so Wait, it you gave, were dating her in high school, right? No, just in junior high. Okay. And then we broke up. And then we went on that trip, and somewhere in Alcatraz, she she caught up with me, and I made out with her in Alcatraz. What? Yeah. And and then when we got back, we started dating again for a second time. So that's why it's funny that you made out with her, because she must have never <laughs> told you that. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny, because, yeah, it was truth or dare, and I wanted them to dare me to make out with Sabrina Peterson. Oh, yeah, everybody did. <laughs> <laughs> Even the girls. The way, um, the way that I interpreted that just now, everybody did, was, yeah, everybody wanted you to make out with Sabrina Peterson. <laughs> that was my whole yeah, Doug. Everybody did. Everybody wanted it to work. I don't know why it didn't. You weren't <laughs> a weird-looking goober child. You weren't. You we were We were awesome. Yeah, you know what? But what's funny is Janae Smith, I broke up with her a second time and I had planned it in my head. I'm going to break up with her. I'm going to break up with her today. And so I get to school that day and guess what had happened to her? What? She had hurt her leg and she was on crutches. And I walked her to her class and I said, so Janae, um, It's not working. It's not working out. And then you, and then you knocked a crutch out from under her, and then she fell over. <laughs> and I looked at her and I said, "Are you gonna, are you gonna be okay?" And she just gave me this look, like she wanted to rip my face off. Yeah. And was like, Say, oh, "Are I'll... you gonna be okay after you break up with someone?" Well, I meant like, "Are you gonna be okay? Walk like with your crutches, <laughs> not emotionally okay." I don't care about that anymore. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. And it was so funny thinking back to that because that was the most horrible way to break up with someone. Yeah. And and who was I but this nerd kid that got lucky enough to date some cute girl and broke up with her not once but twice. Did she have short hair then? I think she had longer hair. I remember her having short hair in junior high and then like I would see pictures from high school and she had longer hair, and I was like, whoa, yeah. Because yeah. I think I remember, like, when I made out with her on the on the bus ride, like, she she was good. She was a good kisser. No, yes, yeah, she was. Yeah, it was like a little, little uh, lip nibble and everything, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. she's done this before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with me, you jerk face. I mean- <laughs> I had no idea you did that. I should, I should contact her and be like, I'm upset about this. <laughs> She's married now. She got married really early out of high school. Really? Yeah, it was weird. A couple people did that. And the funny thing is they're they're still married and they're all like in love and stuff. And I'm just like, isn't that a pipe dream? <laughs> like your high school sweetheart, aren't you not? ever supposed to try to even want to marry that person because it's just 
not gonna last, you know? Your first, your first girlfriend? Yeah, like, that's like a rule of thumb. And you gotta get out there in the world and explore, and get married, and then divorced, and then realize the mistake you made. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, I wasn't trying to bring personal stuff into, I'm just saying, it's just, I did. it baffles me. Mm-hmm. But to end to end our junior high conver- conversation, we got invited to the end of the year party of like the most popular girl ever. We got personal invites. Melanie Bianchi? No, it was um Tara Anna, Anna, Anna Lee. We got inv- invitations to a party at her house? No, it was at the Santa Maria Inn. And she was passing out these invitations that were invite only, and she got in trouble for it because people started to get sad that they weren't invited. Oh. And then did they make her invite everyone or something? I think af- after that, yeah. maybe, they, maybe they did. But she had given us, like, personal invitations yeah. that were, like, all fancy to go there because yeah, we She was were- like a bitch, I think. Yes, she was. She probably still is. But because we were the funniest kids in school. So, like, we weren't, we were popular because of, you know, what we had to offer. We were fun to be around. Dude, do you remember when we tried out for the talent show? Yeah, we had nothing. Do you remember the song that we sang? No, do you? Yeah. I've thought about that I was, song. I was racking my brain for, like, a, a couple months. Like, this was back, farther back, because I was trying to remember... And it was home, home on the range, but we changed the words. And it was home, home on the school, where everyone looks like a fool, where seldom is heard a non-flirtation word, like, hey, Doug, your head doesn't feel like a peach. (laughs) (laughs) See, that is like bringing back a cool memory. I I remember going in there. And Pratt was like, all right, so what are you guys going to do? And and we were like, um, we don't know. And then you saw that he had a guitar, and you said, can we use your guitar? I didn't and you, play guitar then. He had a guitar in there. Either you or me said, oh, well, we'll, we'll use your guitar. Did and maybe I, maybe I just strummed it, and I didn't even know what I was doing <laughs> while while you did that. And it was just... It was like no surprise that we didn't we didn't actually get into the talent show, which is so funny. Yeah, we totally should have. That would have been great. Because I think back then talent shows were like, "Hey, are you? Do you have a hidden talent that you can show and everyone for everyone to go, oh, like that?" And now a talent show is like, "Yeah, you can do stand up. That's a talent. Like right. if, if you can make people laugh." That's a way of making them go, oh, right, like the sixth grade talent <laughs> show. I did something like that. I did a karate skit with this guy from my karate class that was in the same grade. Mm -hmm. We were friends. So we put together, we wore like our uniforms and our belts and stuff. Mm -hmm. And we brought cinder blocks with wood on it. And we actually, at the end of it, we broke wood. And like, it was like this to smashing pumpkins and everything. (laughs) It was a cool thing. And at the end of it, people were like, wow, Jared, we had no idea that you were like, a karate badass. We just <laughs> like, thought you were a nerd. Well, I am, so I'll do that to your face if you ever do anything to me. Yeah. And they're like, those boards were fake. You, <laughs> you broke fake boards. <laughs> and we had to defend ourselves. But, but I mean, that, that, was, that was cool. I, I wish we would have had something planned so we could have gone out with a huge bang, you know? Yeah. 
Dude, I remember there was some assembly, and I don't even remember what it was about. I just remember the dude who came and talked to us took a phone book and just ripped it in half. I think yeah. he did it long ways, too, and I was just like, wow. <laughs> I think it I think it might have been, like, the wrestling coach or something. It was like, start wrestling, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do this one day. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, that was good times. And then you were ripped away from me. Yeah. I was ripped away, and then you guys formed Era Yes when we were about to form a band. And I was like, yeah. great. And then you were in choir and madrigals and dominated the world. And then high school, man. High school, I mean, like, I was ripped away to Kentucky, and then that's where I met Josh and Tyler. <coughs> And, like, well, we, were, we were in kind of, like, the misfit group. Yeah. Because, like, like, I was in choir all four years or whatever, but, like, before school and then, like, during lunch, we all had our own group where it was, like, the, we were the kids that didn't really care. And um, that wasn't an official name. <laughs> just... the, the kids in the hall that didn't really care. <laughs> That didn't smoke cigarettes, but drank Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> I want a Mountain Dew right now. <laughs> All this green behind me makes me think of Mountain Dew. Yeah. You and your shirt. It. Is that like a, a rainbow? It's a, thread, it's a threadless shirt. It's called, it's called, um, <laughs> Goodbye My Sweet. And this tooth is about to come into the sweets land and all these chocolate and popsicle are like, ooh, welcome, ooh. <laughs> And then he doesn't, she doesn't see like the dead tooth right there and the other dead tooth right there. Oh man. She doesn't even know. She doesn't even know. Um, but yeah, ripped away high school in Kentucky. And then like I, I went to Ryle high school liking ska music because we got in big into the Aquabats and, and, um, one time I checkered my uh, backpack strap, did both of them, and then uh, this one kid goes, hey, you like NASCAR? And I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. You That's like great. NASCAR? You like farming too? Yeah. <laughs> you like whiskey too? <laughs> You, you like, like fried chicken? Sister? You like fried chicken and your cousins? Because we got plenty of that here. <laughs> uh, any Kentucky listeners? Of course I'm joking. Come on. Yeah, we love Kentucky. And your chicken. <laughs> and <laughs> your baseball bats. <laughs> and your lynch mobs. And your horses. <laughs> <laughs> And your southern and your southern history, <laughs> dude. It's crazy that Kentucky's considered the South because we lived like northern Kentucky, like the tip, and then right here, just the tip, just the tip. Though we love your cotton fields. <laughs> <laughs> but right here was Ohio. Wait, I'm going in the wrong direction. Right here was Ohio, and we'd go to Cincinnati all the time to go see bands play. And there was a stand-up club, it's still there, called Go Bananas, and I never got to go there, 
I never got to go bananas. <laughs> you know, I always wanted to go bananas, but I never got a chance to. <laughs> Quick, Doug, go bananas. I can't. <laughs> I can't, and I never will. <laughs> I can't, I never have, and I probably never will. <laughs> no, I'd like to perform there. That'd be cool. I think it'd be cool to get to the point where I could start touring with my comedy. <laughs> You should, man. You should make a tour up to Santa Barbara some night and do yours, and then I'll go up and do mine, and you can be the one person there that laughs and supports me. Do I get paid? I'll give you five dollars. Yes. <laughs> I'll buy, buy you dinner. That'll that'll cover the gas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dude, I want to well, get, get a Tesla. Cause yeah, three hundred something miles on a, on one charge. They're expensive though. Yeah. Eh. I'll just go into more debt. What's more debt, right? I'll just put it on my credit card. <laughs> I can mortgage my life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Seriously. I have a good life insurance policy. I'll just mortgage mortgage that. Um, you don't have to get back. You have 10 yeah. minutes, right? Yeah, well, I'm going to use those last 10 minutes to actually eat my lunch, so. Nope. I have, to, I have to Avita Zay. <laughs> okay. This will be a part one. There's so much more we didn't even cover. Next time we can cover high school and and the the effect of the separation on our friendship. Yeah. But this was good. This was a good initial podcast, and you know, seriously, no no offense to Kentucky. We love you just as much <laughs> as everybody else. Oh, also, uh, the podcast is called <laughs> "You and Me and Thoughts and Talk" with Doug Culp, and this has been Jared Malone. Everyone That's was. right. We didn't even say the name of the podcast. Well, <laughs> but, uh, thanks thanks for those that listen and that will listen in the future. In the future! And when you guys see Jared Malone and his Dean Kane hairline, his perfect hairline, you'll <laughs> see my hairline, and you'll be like, whoa, what happened, dude? Mine's an M. It's like, what? It's for Mock Boy. Oh, I planned it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. All right, Dougathan. Cool, it was nice talking to you, man. Enjoy, enjoy game night. Oh, we will. We always do. That's right. All right. All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon, man. May the force be with you. Ah, it's the wrong symbol. Wrong movie. <laughs> no. Live long and prosper. There you go. All right. <laughs> See you, man. See you later. All right.